Oh boy, what a show, what a podcast, what a show podcast show, show show pod. Um, Harlan Williams here, you're on the Harlan Highway podcast. Thanks for being here, man, really appreciate it. Yeah, I do. Um, interesting show today, uh, Colonel, Lieutenant, uh, Governor, uh, uh, Sergeant Tom, Colonel Tom Dowdy will be phoning today to give us his uh his kind of input on the uh the military activity that's been happening lately the tomahawk missiles in Syria the the giant mother of all bombs in Afghanistan and some other military movement by the United States so he'll be here with his analysis also uh I'll be talking about man crushes yikes do I have a man crush on anyone you're going to find out i guess kind of Kind of an odd topic. Uh, also, crazy news story. I don't know if you guys like salad, but uh, somebody found something in their salad that I don't know if you're even going to believe it. Uh, pretty damn weird. Also, some phone calls from the uh, pavement pounders to round out the show. And... Uh, It's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, get in your bunker. Put your helmet on. This is the Harland Highway. Sit down, strap in, and tighten your diaper. Come here, baby. You're about to go down the Harland Highway. No! No! I didn't bargain for this. Oh, yes, you did. Chicka-chicka-chow, chicka-chicka-chow, man, baby. And the creature from outer space. Please don't stop. I got a mean and ugly face. Magnificent performance. This is the Harland Highway. I hate you. Well, that's the way it goes. <laughs> what do you say we get down to business? Dear Harland, who is your man crush? Doesn't have to be anything sexual. Men act like it's my man crush. Doesn't have to be anything sexual. But who is your man crush? Who do you have a man crush on? Wow. Well, there's a there's a provocative question if I've ever heard it. And I don't. It sounded like our caller was a little slurry there, a little a little drunky. I don't know. Maybe our caller had to get, get, tip a little uh, juice back to get the courage up to ask me who my man crush was. Maybe not, but he, he sounded a little slurry to me. Men act like it's my man crush. Don't have to be anything sexual. Okay, well, let me just, you know, I don't know who you are, so why don't we just say slurry? Uh, I don't know. It sounds like you got a thing for Ben Affleck. Uh, as a man crush, and it does it's not sexual, of course. No, it's not. It's just a man crush. Uh, you know, I, I'm probably setting myself up here for, uh, you know, being labeled, uh, you know, something. But I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm confident enough in my own masculinity and my own sexuality to, to label my man crush, okay? How many of you gentlemen that are listening would step up to the plate to this type of Loaded question. 
It doesn't have to be sexual. Doesn't have to be anything sexual. Okay, fair enough. But uh, listen, I I've always I guess from the moment I ever laid eyes, I'm already I'm sounding the moment I laid eyes on, the moment I I laid eyes on Brad Pitt, I just thought that that guy had such stunning good looks. I don't know that I have a like a crush on him because a crush insinuates that you've got like feelings. But I guess I, I don't know that I have a man crush on any man, but there are men that I just think are extremely good looking. And, and, you know, even as a dude, it's hard for me to take my eyes off them. You know, you know, when you look at a beautiful woman and you just can't, you just, you just love looking at their features and their eyes and the way their face moves. And I always found Brad Pitt to be that type of guy. Like he just, uh, you know, he's one of those guys. I was, I was like, why couldn't I have been born looking like him? Why do I? I have no chin. I've got big ears. I'm, you know, I don't even know if I cracked the five out of ten mark. Here's Brad Pitt at twelve out of ten. Very, very, very gorgeous looking man, and also his body. You know, I don't know if you ever saw him in in the movie Snatch. And in, in Thelma and Louise, and I mean, the guy has the six-pack and the ripped shoulders, and uh, I mean, good Lord. And one thing he has that I've always wanted, and I even tried to do it to myself once like an idiot, he's got a little scar under one of his eyes. And I always thought a scar under the eye was really, like, cool and sexy. And I remember when I was in college, I wandered into a forest once, like two days in a row and scraped, this is for, for real, scraped my cheek on a tree, <laughs> on a tree with, with like really rugged bark. I think it was like a pine tree. And I tried to like cut my face open in hopes that I would get a scar there like an idiot. Because I always thought, you know, a scar on the cheek was really hot, just very manly, you know. So Brad has that. He's he's got I don't know. He's just he's a very very good looking guy. Whether his hair's short or long, he's just a good looking man. And obviously to the women he is, but uh, I'm sure most men would agree he's uh, he's a good looking guy. So so if that's any type of man crush, I guess that's it. But then above all that, I would have to say, and maybe I do have a crush on this guy. But it's just because I adore him. I, I love I love all the stuff he did in the younger years. Clint Eastwood, man. I like tough guys. And I, 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 I grew up watching all those old spaghetti westerns. You know, the ones where Clint Eastwood had the poncho and he chewed on the little cigar. And he barely ever talked. And he'd look up from under the rim of his hat. And he kind of talked in a whisper. He kind of let people know that their time was coming. You see, in this world, there's two kinds of people, my friend. Those with loaded guns and those who dig. You dig. You dig. And I dig. I, I dig the Clint, man. You know, he was just tough. He made no apologies. He, he just shot first and asked questions later. He he just he was just the embodiment of like cool and tough and suave and uh, badass, but without trying. You know what I mean? Like a lot of guys try too much. These days. There's a lot a lot of cliche stuff. A lot of 
you know, they get the they, they pull put on the the tank top and let their muscles ripple, or they, you know, a lot of guys probably steal their their tough and cool stuff from early Clint Eastwood. You know, the eye movements, the 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 pregnant pauses between words, like like for example, this one, the the big long pause between words. Didn't hear what the bed was. Your life. Your life. I didn't hear what the bet was. Your life. Don't have to be anything sexual. So it was never sexual. It was never like, you know, uh, by the way, Clint Eastwood, the young Clint Eastwood, like stunningly handsome as well. But I, I never sat in the movie theaters and like, oh, my God, I want to kiss that man. I want to I want to slow dance with him. I, I want to embrace him. No, it was it was a man crush in the most manly of ways. I've never had I've never had romantic sexual feelings for another man. If that's what you mean by a man crush, I think you mean in a platonic way when you say not in a sexual way. So so I'll just take take you at your word. And uh I th- those are my two, Brad Pitt and uh young Clint Eastwood. So there you go. How about you guys? Any dudes out there listening that have uh, man crushes? Maybe uh, we'll see if any of you guys can step up and have uh, you know have a, enough masculinity and are secure enough with your masculinity to admit there are men out there that you're like, oh, okay, okay, all right, good looking, good looking, cool, tough. I don't know. Give me a call three two three seven three nine. Four three three zero. Who is your man crush? Doesn't have to be anything sexual. Alive or dead, it's your choice. I know what you're thinking, punk. You're thinking did he fire six shots or only five? Now to tell you the truth, I forgot myself and all this excitement. But being this is a forty-four Magnum, the most powerful handgun in the world, and will blow your head clean off. You could ask yourself a question. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? <laughs> so there you go. I hope that uh, answers answers your question about Harlan's man crushes. Or crush. I should only have one fact that I have two problems. Okay. Whoa. Next call. Hello? Hello? Hey, Harlan. This is Charlie. And this is Aaron Harlan. We've been watching you and listening to you. We've been waiting for you to come to San Antonio, Harlan. (laughs) Jason Sound. We've been peeping through the bushes in California. That's right. Chicken chow mein, baby. Oh, baby. Okay, now that sounded like a man crush to me, didn't it? Am I wrong? Charlie and Aaron definitely got a a thing for me, man. Come on. We've been watching you and listening to you. We've been waiting for you to come to San Antonio, Harlan. But that's okay, right? I'm honored. I'm, 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 I'm... I feel needed and wanted knowing I have a man crush on me. The, the way I had man crushes on Brad and Clint, 
isn't it just, you know, doesn't it put the world in balance to know that a, a couple of good old heterosexual guys have a man crush on good old Harland? This is Charlie. And this is Aaron Harland. We love you. We love you. Out. So there, I'm proud to say I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm man crushed, which means it's passive, assertive, conjunctive, noun, uh, grammatical way of saying that I've someone has a man crush on me. And it's not sexual. Doesn't have to be anything sexual. Yeah, like what Slurry said. Does it doesn't have to be anything sexual. It's just two guys. You know, you heard it. So there. I don't mind uh, you know, guys having man crushes on me, as long as they're not weird. As long as long as they're not creepy, as long as they're not like, you know, like, you know, if I'm at Home Depot and I'm I'm like, you know, putting stuff in my truck and there's some creepy dude like sitting in his truck or car just staring at me and and imagining, you know, it's me and just being like Home Depot weird. Hey, Harlan, this is Nate calling from Sacramento, California. I'm just sitting in the car. I'm waiting for my parents to get done at the Home Depot and I'm sitting in Right next to me, there is a guy who looks dead on like you, and he's taking away, he's driving away. He's in a white truck, a Sierra white truck, and he looked dead on like you. And I'm I'm listening, and I was listening to the podcast, and I had to stop it to call you and to tell you that this guy is driving away, and he's got a bunch of two by fours in the back of his truck, and yeah, he just like the, the same hair, same beard, and there's just like, man. Like, dude, you should be kind of frightened. There's a guy in Sacramento that looks dead on like you. Or it could be you. I don't know. I don't know where you are all the time. Anyway, just had to call you and tell you that, man. And keeping through the bushes in California. Okay. Uh, We're going from man crush to stalker-ush. So I think, uh, you know, let's hold off on any more phone calls till a little later, huh, Raj? Have we got anything else uh, we can we can queue up here? Oh, we got a crazy news story. Good because this was starting to get a little crazy. Let's let's do it. Here we go, Harlan Highway crazy news story. The Harlan Highway crazy news story. That's weird. Wow, that's strange stuff. All right, here it is, a crazy news story. I don't know if they get any crazier than this. Here's the headline, gang. Stuff you should know if you find a bat in your salad. I think in some countries that might even be a sexual term. But for now, let's get into the story. Two people in Florida who were recently munching on a store-bought salad when they encountered a decomposed bat in the package were no doubt stunned and a little bit sickened. But it turns out they probably didn't have too much to worry about. No. Boy, these croutons sure are hairy, aren't they, Alice? They certainly are. And mine have leathery wings on them. Uh, The bat was sent to the uh, Center for Disease Control for testing because apparently bats sometimes have rabies. The deteriorated condition of the bat did not allow for the uh, Center for Disease Control to to definitively rule out rabies. Wow. I mean, that's uh, that's, that's like a bat salad, man. That's like a, a rabies salad. 
Uh, more than 55,000 people, mostly in Africa and Asia, die from rabies every year. See, this again goes into my, I always talk about whenever people try to eat healthy, they end up dying. A rate of one person every 10 minutes, the CDC informs us. Well, that's crazy. But that doesn't seem to be a major concern when it comes to bats in your salad. Again, probably a sexual term somewhere. Hey, you want to do a bat in the salad tonight? Mm, do I? Oh, God. How about a bat in the bat cave? Transmission of rabies by eating a rabid animal is extremely uncommon because, you know, so many people get tested because, you know, they just ate a rabid fox. Yeah, why are you in the emergency room? Well, my child just ate a rabid grizzly bear, and I just wanted to make sure everything was okay. Yes, I'm sure he's fine. The, the virus does not survive uh, very long outside of the infected animal. In this circumstance, the risk of rabies transmission is considered to be very low, but because it isn't zero... The two people were recommended to begin post-exposure rabies treatment. Great. How was your salad? Delicious. I'll see you in the intensive care unit. Both people report being in good and healthy condition, and neither has any sign of rabies. The provider of the salad surprise, Fresh Express, further assures us that an all-salad in the production run, which is recalled as soon as it learned that extraneous animal matter was allegedly found in a single container of the salad. Extraneous animal matter? How about it wasn't matter, it was the whole animal. It's the whole damn corpse. The company and Florida health officials are looking into all this, so stay tuned. But there's always the chance another bat will make its way into another salad. Again, a sexual term probably somewhere. Hey, that was fun last night. You want to, you want to, well, you know, let me ask, what are you doing tonight when the sun goes down? Oh, really? You've got some Thousand Islands dressing? Well... Since we had so much fun last night, how would you like to put your bat in the salad again? Okay, this is getting creepy. In 2010, a Michigan family claimed to find a frog in a bag of frozen veggies. Again, another sexual act. Hey, you know, this is the third night in a row we've done bat in the salad. How about we, you know, we switch it up a little tonight. Are you down for some frog... <laughs> I can't even say it. It's so ridiculous. Let me get through the giggles, all right? And I'll give me get through the giggles and I'll do it. Are you up for a little frog in a bag of frozen veggies? Prompting a recall, last year a New Hampshire woman said she found a live black widow spider in a bag of grapes. Another sexual activity some people do. A year after a Pennsylvania woman made the same claim. There are plenty more examples, some of them plenty more disgusting, but you get the point. So if you're concerned about bats and rabies and salad, 
you might consider moving to Hawaii. Turns out rabid bats have been documented in all 49 continental states, while Hawaii is rabies-free. If you do find a bat in your salad, don't touch it, the CDC data suggests. Transmission of the rabies virus can occur from minor, seemingly unimportant, or unrecognized bites from bats. Human and domestic animal contact with bats should be minimized, and bats should never be handled by untrained and unvaccinated persons or kept as pets. This is a warning most of us probably don't need, it says. If there is a direct contact with a bat, unless you are certain there was no bite or scratch, they recommend a delightful little regime it calls post-exposure phosphorylaxis, which is, translation, a series of shots over two weeks. Yeah, that's what happens when you get rabies. You got to get like two, I hear it's very painful. You get two weeks worth of like shots in your abdomen. Also, if you're wondering whether you may have eaten salad from the recalled production line, fear not. People who have eaten the recalled salad product and did not find any animal material are not at risk and do not need to contact their health department. Okay? So maybe just contact your local swingers club or something. So there you go. Uh, There's your crazy news story. Stuff you should know if you find a bat in your salad, or a frozen frog in your bag of veggies. Alive or dead, it's your choice. Hey, Harlan, can I ask you a question? Do you douche? Yes, yes, I do douche, okay? I do douche. Do douche. I do douche. Do douche. Do douche. Do 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 ron ron do 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 douche. That's not easy to say if you have a stutter. Did you douche? Yes, I douche. I don't know how I do it. I don't know why I do it. But yes, thank you for asking. I do douche. I feel very clean and very good and healthy. So thank you for asking. Now, speaking of, um, you know, douching... And there's no segue into that. I can't, I can't even, like, segue into something. So I'm just going to ignore that I said that. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move on because recently we've had a lot of um, uh, military activity with the United States, right? We've had, we've had uh, the giant Moab bomb, the biggest bomb outside of a nuclear uh, weapon, was dropped on, in Afghanistan on ISIS. <sighs> Um, also we had the, uh, something like 42 or 52 Tomahawk guided missiles were fired into Syria and decimated, uh, an airstrip and a bunch of fighter jets. And, you know, there's a, there's a giant aircraft carrier moving in, uh, towards the, the, the ocean near North Korea. Uh, apparently the United States, uh, just landed a whole bunch of, um, stealth bombers in somewhere in Europe. So there's a lot of military activity going on, and uh, there's a lot of people that are nervous about it. There's a lot of people that are, are thumping their chest going, it's about time. The, uh, the United States reasserted its military might in the world and flexed a little muscle. 
But who am I to uh, do analysis on on war, on the military, when we have our friend who calls the show very often, uh, Colonel, um, Lieutenant, uh, 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 Commander, uh, Left Corporal, uh, Field Commander Tom Dowdy. I mean, this guy's been every type of theater of war there is. He's in Korea. He was in Vietnam. He was... I mean, he's he's been over to the Middle East. This guy's done it all, man. So there's no better guy to ask about all this recent military activity than Colonel, um, Lieutenant, uh, Corporal Major uh, Tom Dowdy. So let's put him through, Rog. Is he on the line? Good. Here we go. Uh, let's put him through and get his uh, his expert military opinion on all of this. Uh, yeah, uh, Colonel, uh, Commander, uh, t- Chief, uh, Sergeant in Arms, uh, Lieutenant Governor Tom Dowdy, uh, are you there, sir? Hello, civilian. You are a go. Hello, sir. I said, uh, we have confirmation, civilian. You are a go. Uh, yes, uh, sir. Uh, how are you today? Uh, Lieutenant Commander, uh, French Inspector, uh, Governor General, uh, Lord Dar- of the Darkness, D- D- Dowdy? I am 10-4-OK. Everything is a go, civilian. I am a go. You are a go. We are all a go. We have the green light to proceed with conversation. Yes, sir. Well, sir, as you know, the, uh, the there's been a lot of uh, a lot of uh, action going on in in the military. Our new president, uh, President Trump, has been, you know, kind of kicking the hornet's nest, stirring up the hive. And uh, what is your assessment? What is your, what are your thoughts on on his provocative approach? Well, let me tell you something, civilian. It's about time. It's about time somebody shoved a big, sharp, pointy stick right up the ass of the world. Whoa, sir, that sounds a little intense. You asked me a question, civilian, and I gave you an answer. It's about time somebody took the sharp end of the broom handle and shoved it right up the planet's asshole. Well, sir, okay, that's a bit graphic. Well, we live in a graphic world. I know, sir. It's it's very disheartening. It's 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 horrific. It's hard to believe that human beings could do this to each other.
confetti in their air. We do it with WAR. War. Well, as as a as a student, if you will, sir, of war, as as a as a participant in many wars, uh are you sure this is the right approach? I mean, are we just setting up, uh, you know, global confrontation where, you know, we're, we're, we're taunting North Korea that has nuclear capabilities, where we're, we're being provocative with Russia, or we're rattling China's cage? Well, I'll tell you what I'd do. I'd more than rattle their cage. I'd shove a giant purple dildo right up their fat asses. And make them squeal like a koala bear that just sat down on a corn on the cob at an all-you-can-eat fucking niblet festival. Whoa, sir! An all-you-can-eat niblet festival? That's right, civilian. It's about time we got a president in there that shows a little muscle, shows a little strength. America's been dragging its ass. And when the United States gets tough with the world, the world sits up and responds. Well, I, 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 you know, I, I think you're right to a degree, sir. I feel like when, when the United States doesn't take leadership, when the United States doesn't kind of, you know, deal with the bullies in the world, the world seems to get a little out of tilt, and, and it seems like these these countries, these leaders that, that, that want to, you know, disrupt the planet, start to uh, kind of step out of line. Exactly, Mundo. And that's why I couldn't have been prouder when President Trump sent those Tomahawk missiles right up Syria's dirty, hairy ass tunnel. Okay, can we... He didn't send missiles up their dirty, hairy-ass tunnels, sir. He, he, he bombed an airstrip. Call it what you will, civilian. I don't deal with niceties, all right? You go to the pottery barn and you get your uh, pumpkin pie-scented candles and your key lime pie bars of soap, and uh, you clean it up any way you want. But when I see a tomahawk missile fly through the air, you know what I see? I see a big, giant, erect penis flying through the sky, looking with that big cyclops eye right in the tip, looking for something to fuck and fuck hard. Okay, sir. And when those tomahawk cocks flew into the sky and they saw Syria, oh, they didn't see an airstrip civilian. They saw a big, giant, wet, dripping pink. All right, sir, please. Uh, your metaphors are getting a little bit graphic here. And then when our president dropped the Moab bomb, <laughs> when he dropped the Moab bomb on Afghanistan and dropped it right into those ISIS holes, those underground tunnels, oh yeah, baby, I hope their asses barbecued like little baby fur seals at a fucking onion 
Sir, I'm not sure what that means, but are you referring to the the Moab, the mother of all bombs? You got it, cornflake face. Well, sir, you know, I, I, th- that one maybe got to me a little bit because they said, that, you know, it's, it's the most powerful ordinance, the most powerful bomb without going nuclear. Isn't that a little scary? Aren't we kind of like sending uh, a bit of an overkill message? I don't think so. In fact, if I had my way, I would have put a can of Campbell's mushroom soup right on the tip of that thing to let them know that the next fucking recipe they taste is going to be a goddamn mushroom cloud. Sorry, sir? A mushroom cloud. Sir, are you saying mushroom cloud? You got it, Tinkerbell. Sir, if you could just dial back the names. So you're you're excited about the Moab. Moab. Mother of all bombs. Well, it might have been a bit much. I got some other bombs that I've been working on in my bunker. Yeah, you, you mentioned before you have an underground bunker. You're a retard if you don't. Well, let's not use the... Can we not say retard? Sir, please! Now, you, you, you said you've made your own bombs? You got that right. <laughs> if you thought the Moab was a motherfucker, where do you hear about this one? Well, what do you mean, sir? How about this bomb that I built? The BCHC. The BCHC, sir? Bake your clit in hell, cowboy. What was that, sir? What, B-C-H, bake your clit in hell, cowboy? You heard me, civilian. Oh, yeah. When this bomb drops, you're going to be baking your clit in hell, cowboy. Okay, sir, that, that doesn't even sound... What else do you have? Oh, how about the B-Y-E-I-A? B-Y-E-I-A bomb? What, sir? These are not real bombs. These are bombs that I'm making. B-Y-E-I-A. Blow your eye into your asshole. What the hell is blow your eye into your asshole, sir? That is a bomb so powerful. It'll blow the eyes right off your face and right into your neighbor's asshole. So when you pull down your pants, you guessed it, civilian. There's going to be an eyeball where your asshole used to be. Oh, my God. That's disgusting, sir. Don't worry. (laughs) It'll be able to see all the way down to hell. Sir, there's B-Y-E-I-A. Blow your eye into an asshole. Sir, you know, I think maybe you're getting a bit carried away here. Deep 
Sir, you can't pull nose hairs out of your ass. I can. Sir. All right. Well, I think we've kind of covered enough of the ground here. Is there an end game to this, or is is, is the president going to keep kind of ramping up here and, you know, putting the world on notice? I hope he keeps going, because you know what I like? I like two things, civilian. I like to watch pelicans fly through the Florida Key sunset. That relaxes me. Those big birds with their baggy throats flapping through the pink and the purple sunset in the Florida Keys, a corona in my hand. That relaxes me. Okay, and what's the other thing? That's just creepy. Oh, yeah. You ever watch a porno movie, civilian? I don't have to answer that if I've watched a porno movie. Have you ever had your woman perform foreplay on your manhood, civilian? I'm not going to talk about my sex life, sir. Sir, this is getting a bit graphic. But when I see mushroom clouds go up in the sky, (laughs) I might as well be watching Debbie Does Dallas in slow motion because I got the biggest raging heart on. I could knock down a brick wall at the backside of the Olive Garden. All right, sir. We're not here to talk about how strong your... Your erection is. I'm just telling you what a mushroom cloud in the sky does to me. I could ram my fucking erection right through a car wash and shine the tip of it at a Burger King drive through all at the same time. (laughs) Sir, I'm hanging up, sir. This has just gone too far. It's rude. It's inappropriate. You're not even dealing with, with, with the... With the situation anymore. Oh, come here, mushroom cloud. Kneel down. Oh, oh, that's a good mushroom cloud. Oh, baby. Oh, oh, bend over, mushroom cloud. Show me your puff. Show daddy your puff. Oh, yeah, puff it up, baby. Sir, stop it! Hang up on him. God. Holy crap, that got perverted, man. Good Lord. Roger, wrap it up. No, I'm not doing any more show. But Well, because I try to... I try to run a civil show here, talk about, you know, topical you know, social political topics and I get this and it's like, come on, man. Hi, yi, yi.
All right, let's let's talk about something uh, more light. How about me doing stand-up comedy tonight at the Mohican Sun Casino in Connecticut? Yes. Connecticut, the Mohican Sun Casino at Comics with an X, C-O-M-I-X. It starts tonight, April 20th through the 22nd. So that's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Get your tickets at harlandwilliams.com. And then uh, looks like my next uh, show will be in mid-May, May 11 through 13 at Yuck Yucks in British Columbia, Vancouver. The city, beautiful city of Vancouver in British Columbia. So come on now. Come on out and uh, check it out. And then, uh, then we go right to uh, June. June 1st to the 4th. I'm in Tampa, Florida. And uh, June 15th to 17th. I'll be at the Brea Improv in uh, in Brea, California. So some great shows coming up. HarlandWilliams.com is the place to go. You can get your tickets right now, baby. Also, if you want to uh, call me and leave a voicemail, 323-739-4330, 323-739-4330. Or you can write me at HarlandWilliams.com and... Uh, Leave me, uh, write me a little letter there. And while you're at harlemwilliams.com, you can check out our store. We have cool uh, artwork. Uh, we have music. We have digital downloads. We have so much fun stuff. We'll ship it out to you. A lot of people getting a lot of good things. I just sold a painting to, uh, to a, a Harlan fan. Uh, more of an illustration that I did cool illustration just ship that out it's so uh, fulfilling when I work hard on a piece of artwork and somebody uh, somebody sees something in it that they like or value or or want to have and it, it always makes me feel good to know that that a piece of artwork is hanging somewhere it's in someone's house or apartment or you know it brought them joy so that's cool. Uh, also, don't forget our record is out. Uh, the Cousins, Rattlesnake Love. Uh, it's on all your digital platforms from iTunes all the way down. So please uh, check uh, check our album out, Rattlesnake Love by The Cousins. Getting some really good reviews, good feedback on it. And uh, also, don't forget to uh, join our premium membership and get our free app for the Harlan Highway. Go to your cell phone, into the App Store, type in the Harlan Highway, boom, free app. You can listen to the show wherever you go. You get the latest 50 episodes. And if you're a Harlan Highway junkie and you need all the episodes, which is nearing 900, by the way, just go to... uh, HarlanWilliams.com and join our premium membership for $20 a year. You get all the episodes plus uh, bonus material. I'm going to be posting some uh, some fresh stand-up comedy uh, very shortly for our uh, premium members. So it's stuff that only the premium members get to hear. Uh, and that's going to be this week. So if you're on the fence about uh, going premium, now's a good time to do it. Um. And uh, what else? What else? What else? That's about it, I think. Uh, I just want to say thanks for being here. Be safe. Keep it clean. 
And uh, until next time, chicken chow mein, baby. Blow your eye into an asshole.